0: All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free. Our number is 800 941 You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we're in beautiful Cedar Rapids. High. I mean, it is beautiful. I mean, we pulled up here today. I couldn't believe it. Apparently, people had slept outside the venue tonight to be at our town hall with President Trump, uh, not knowing that there would be huge news today, which we'll, we'll obviously do a deep dive into. Linda. Uh, For the first time, I thought you were actually concerned about my well-being when we walked in the building today. I tell you what, I know that you're a ninja and that you can protect yourself at any given turn, but at every turn, there was somebody trying to hug you, embrace you, give you a flag. Dress you in a flag, Linda. put their flag on you. It was a lot, Linda. We are in Iowa. We're listen, not in New York anymore. I would rather be, be in Iowa any day of the week than oh, New York. Listen, if we were in New York, you would I got jabbed with a needle. You know, I mean, it's a completely <laughs> different environment. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of ground to cover. Let me let me start with what has gone on here and what this is all about, because and and I will tell you. If you had fear about a dual justice system in this country, unequal justice under the law, if you've had fear uh, about whether we have equal justice, equal application of our laws, um, you've got to now look at this in total. Because Jack Smith, the special counsel, for looking into both the issue of the document case, they brought 37 charges at... at as it relates to Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago and the raid, uh, has now sent, as of Sunday night, a target letter to President Trump regarding January 6th. Now, this is not a surprise to me, and I don't think this is going to be the last target letter, and I do believe this will be followed, it's almost a certainty, by an indictment, and as will the case in Georgia, I believe, end in an indictment, because it's Fulton County, Georgia. I lived in Georgia. One place, if you're a conservative Republican, you don't want to be involved in a court case is Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, heavily Democratic territory. Washington, D.C., heavily Democratic territory. New York City. I, I don't think any conservative can get a fair trial in New York City. I just don't believe it. Or D.C. or Fulton County, for that matter. That, that's how sad things are. So the president released on Truth Social today his statement, and he says, wow, on Sunday night while I was with my family, Having just arrived from the Turning Point event in Florida where I won the straw poll against all other Republican candidates with 85.7 percent and with all polls uh, showing me leading in the Republican Party by very substantial numbers, almost everyone predicting that I will be the Republican nominee for president. And as I am the leading Democrat Joe Biden in the polls by a lot, horrifying news for our country was given to my attorneys and by the way, there is new polling numbers out today. It just so happens by Rasmussen, uh, which I found pretty interesting in terms of the the timing of everything. And uh, it shows that, in fact, Donald Trump uh, is polling over Joe Biden and polling pretty strongly and doing really well. And anyway, so we'll get into some of those things later. But he showed that Donald Trump had a 51% approval rating, uh, and anyway, he crossed the 51 percent line among likely voters and is at 73 percent among Republicans. And Joe Biden has been doing horrible in the polls. And look at how well RFK Jr. is doing in the polls anyway. So he goes on then to say that deranged Jack Smith. Jack Smith was appointed the, the special counsel. The prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ appointed by Merrick Garland sent a letter parentheses. Again, it was Sunday night stating that I am a target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. He's not wrong on that. So now, Joe Biden's attorney, General Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the United States Supreme Court, in retrospect, he says, in parentheses, based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision, unquote, on parentheses, Uh, together with Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political opponent, who is largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before or even close. They illegally spied on my campaign, attacked me with a totally fake dossier that was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC. They impeached me twice, parentheses, I won, They failed on the Mueller witch hunt, no collusion. They failed on Russia, 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 that hoax, uh, the 51 intelligence agents fraud, the FBI Twitter files, the DOJ Facebook censorship, and every other scam imaginable. But on top of all of that, they have now effectively indicted me three times, parentheses, the DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan, with a probable fourth coming from Atlanta, where the DOJ are in strict and possible illegal coordination with the DA, whose record on murder and other violent crime is abysmal. This witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. It is a very sad and dark period for our nation. That was his statement from earlier today. Now, we have a lot of ground to get into. I'm, I'm not sure exactly where the investigation is headed. I just don't know. I would assume that, and, and one of the things you got to look at is, you know, maybe a 14th Amendment charge, which if you're responsible for insurrection, I believe you need, what, two-thirds of the Senate uh, to be able to run for president. Is is that the angle with this indictment? I don't know. Um, one of the things that I was very frustrated with, with a, you know, with the January 6th committee is, okay, if they wanted to be critical of Donald Trump, I can understand that, especially the Democrats and Liz Cheney, et cetera. But don't forget, they kicked Jim Jordan and Jim Banks off that committee and replaced those two people with everybody on that committee had voted to impeach Donald Trump. Everybody on that committee hated Donald Trump. You know, there are other issues involving January 6th. I'll tell you the biggest thing that everybody should should be upset about in terms of that committee. They never came up with a plan of action To make sure to prevent that something like that could never happen again in our future, meaning that our institutions and our elected officials are always protected. But then there are certain things that they conveniently left out. And it's not just Sean Hannity saying it, you know, it's even, you know, Lester Holt over at NBC News. Uh, Listen to this report and ask yourself if they had actionable intelligence. Why didn't they act on that intelligence? Why wasn't law enforcement there? This is Lester Holt, NBC. The January 6th committee's final report was more than 800 pages, but some material did not make the cut, including much of its findings on the failures of federal law enforcement leading up to the attack. The chief investigator of the January 6th committee says the government could have prevented it. Had law enforcement agencies acted on the available intelligence, do you believe the attack on the Capitol could have been successfully repelled? I think it would have been a lot different had law enforcement taken a more assertive, protective posture. People familiar with the committee's work tell NBC News members downplayed that finding because they wanted to keep the focus on former President Trump. So they downplayed the findings of actionable intelligence. Now, we also had, at the time, uh, when he wrote his book, we had the former Capitol Police Chief Sund on this program, Um, and what did we learn from him? In the days leading up to, he had seen, uh, January 6th, he had seen intelligence that made him change his earlier assessment that they probably wouldn't need guard troops on standby, but then said to us and, and said many times, that, in fact, he made a number of requests in the days leading up to and on January 6th itself uh, because the intel reports uh, showed that there was a ch- big chance of trouble. That, that, why wasn't that a big part of the January 6th report? They still could have politically bludgeoned Trump, which is what they wanted to do in the beginning. But we at least could have used this information and learned from mistakes that were made to protect the Capitol our elected officials, and our institutions. That wasn't a top priority. No, bludgeoning Trump was the top priority with their predetermined outcome. But here's what the former Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun had to say. There was a number of um, requests. I went on January 3rd requesting uh, the National Guard from Paul Irving. That was the first request for the uh, for the National Guard. I then went to Mike Stinger, who's the Senate Sergeant Arms. That intelligence assessment didn't even indicate the level of threat that we now know uh, existed. The significant le- uh, threat that was out there, the fact that the, the FBI was tracking 18 domestic um, uh, terrorist subs- suspects that were coming to the Capitol, uh, and in my intelligence unit on the 4th 5th and 6th put out intelligence that was saying low probability of civil disobedience. Okay, Um, so when his opinion changed, when the intel changed, he was requesting National Guard troops. And then, of course, nobody wanted to hear the interviews that I had with President Trump. There was, in the days leading up to, just a couple of days before January 6th, in the Oval Office, the issue of National Guard troops came up. for the five people in the room, President Trump... Uh, Chris Miller, acting defense secretary, his chief of staff, Cash Patel, Mark Meadows, the president's chief of staff, and then General Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Well, I believe the investigator, I, I believe the uh, inspector general had a report that said even he said, yeah, that that conversation took place. Now, if you want to start an insurrection, are you going to be talking to such high profile people about possibly calling in troops? Listen. Did you authorize calling up the guard and then it became, uh, the chain of command went to Nancy Pelosi and to the mayor of D.C. Muriel Bowser. Did you, as required by law, authorize that? Uh, 100% and attested to by many people and they turned it down. Nancy Pelosi turned it down. Mayor Bowser's written refusal, the communications between the leader of the Capitol Police and their chain of command to the DOD, refusing our request to allow National Guards men and women to stage on January 4 and 5 before January 6. Did you both ask for the National Guard to be called up? Uh, Without a doubt, Sean, uh, we've made that very clear, not just once, but on numerous occasions. We wanted to make sure that there was plenty of uh, National Guard on the ready uh, in case there was some kind of violence. I had a meeting with President Trump on the 3rd of January concerning some international threats, and at the very end, he asked if there were any requests for National Guard support. What was the president's response to you with regard to the request made by Mayor Bowser? Fill it and do whatever was necessary to protect the uh, demonstrator's so you have all of these people saying that that was discussed. Now, Muriel Bowser had a letter denying the guard request on the day before January 6th. Again, I mean, if the goal would have been, okay, you, you've got your political agenda. That's a part of any hearing in Washington. That's what the swamp, the sewers, about. I get it. I'm, I understand it. But then they should have had another part of that that actually cared about the safety of and security of people in that building and elected officials in that building and the institution itself, but that wasn't a, a, a priority. Never mind the fact that Muriel Bowser, the Capitol Police Chief, uh, none of these people were highlighted in the hearings. They only selectively played what they wanted you to hear uh, and a narrative that they wanted you to hear. Nancy Pelosi is in charge of, of security at the Capitol. And, you know, the GOP, in their report, they faulted her for the security failures. Leadership, law enforcement failures within the U.S. Capitol left the complex vulnerable, said the report. House Sergeant of Arms, who answered to Pelosi as one of the three voting members, succumbed to the political pressures of the office of Speaker Pelosi and the Democratic leadership, quote, unquote. I mean, this, this is what it is. So here we are now. There will be what looks like not one, not two, not three. But for arrests, if I'm right about Georgia and right that this target letter will end an in indictment of Donald Trump. And at what point do you not look at Hillary Clinton and no prosecutor would prosecute, no raid on Chappaqua, her dirty dossier that she paid for? When, when do we look at the destroyed subpoenaed emails and the devices destroyed? When do we look at the dirty dossier that they couldn't even offer a re- reward for to Christopher Steele to corroborate and then used it as the bulk of information for not one but four FISA warrant applications, knowing it it was unverifiable, and it says verified on the top of a FISA warrant. And then look at, okay, 2020, fast forward. FBI has Hunter's laptop in December of 2019. They confirmed that it is authentic in March of 2020. Then why were FBI agents meeting weekly in the months leading up to the 2020 election Warning, big tech, like they did Yoel Roth, the Twitter integrity site head at the time, that the, they may be a victim of misinformation campaigns about Joe and Hunter Biden. And then, of course, that information all got censored. And the American, people couldn't even put it out there on, on, on social media without it being taken down within seconds. And probably your, your, your account suspended. A very dangerous time in this country. That's what I'm telling you. Very dangerous. You know, we're now criminalizing political differences, you know, and how did Hunter Hunter Biden get a slap on the wrist? And how is it the cocaine investigation went on 10 days and they didn't interview a single person? They know every person that went in that door. They didn't interview interview one Eh, case closed. Really, would they have done that to the Trump White House? They tend to think not. Um, And then, uh, you know, at what point do we say what is going on here in this country? Because I don't care what your politics are. I don't want you treated any differently than any other American when it comes to the rule of law, period.